Competitive Edge Advertising Specialties is proud to be part of the Des Moines community for the past 35 years. For imprinted t-shirts, embroidered apparel, promotional items, custom awards, creative signage, or banners, call 515-280-EDGE or online at compet.com. Sue Kurati is one of the most influential business leaders in our community. The C-Suite, featuring key leaders in Des Moines, and explores the motivations that made them successful and how they're shaping their organizations, our city, and the economy. And it's sponsored by Competitive Edge, advertising specialty manufacturing company, your promotional edge. The C-Suite with Sue Kuradia. Hello, I'm Sue Kuradia. I'm the retired CEO of Bankers Trust, and joining me is Don Coffin, who became the CEO of Bankers Trust in January of this year. Don, thank you for joining me. Thank you, uh, Suku. It's a real pleasure having you. And at the onset, I should tell our listeners that you took over from somebody who was a substandard leader, <laughs> so there's only one way for the bank to go, and that is up. So I know you were going to do a great job, and you already have. But Don, you have a rich history with banking, so give us a little bit of your background. Well, I grew up in Waterloo, Iowa, seventh in a family of 10, so uh, uh, there was a lot going on. Went to Waterloo Central. In terms of banking, uh, I, I went to University of Northern Iowa, and I went to see the financial aid office, and posted on the wall of the financial aid office was a help wanted sign for National Bank of Waterloo. And so that's what got me into banking originally. I don't think I wanted to stay in banking. That wasn't really my game plan, but... Uh, through that financial aid uh, sign, I became the uh, a teller at the mall office of Waterloo, Iowa. So I think it was Crossroads. So it was exciting. So that's how I actually initially, initially got into banking. But even still, uh, I don't know that I wanted to stay there, but I saw a job for a management trainee position mm -hmm. that was for uh, the graduates, obviously, in finance. So I switched my major from math to finance and uh, headed toward that job, I believe, and so then I became the management trainee at National Bank of Waterloo, which uh, was, you know, it, it was a full-time position. We've rotated around every week, every month in various different spots. Um, I'm the worst proof operator in America, <laughs> and I think they told me that, uh, so they didn't want me in that position anymore. <laughs> Luckily, proof machines aren't it's around anymore. Aren't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I predated that. Uh, so after uh, I then became in the credit department. That was something I gravitated towards. It was more analytical and sort of art in the same fashion because you got to f analyze financial statements and then try to predict the future. But uh, So I worked at National Bank through 1990 and then moved to Des Moines and started with Hawkeye Bank. Uh, we were a community bank in I don't know, maybe half a billion dollars, $500 million. Um, so I ended up managing the loan side for Hawkeye Bank, which became Mercantile, which you know the drill. It, it oh, became sure. First Star. It was being acquired mm -hmm. by First Star. And in that acquisition, I moved over to LaSalle, which was an upstream correspondent. Uh, LaSalle did larger deals, and it was a loan production office here in Des Moines. Um, and so I took that position from 1991 to 99 or so. And then uh, they were being acquired by Bank of America. And all of a sudden during that acquisition, I was, I had yourself and <laughs> some others from Bankers Trust that uh, uh, started talking to me. And that's really what got me to move over to Bankers mm -hmm. Trust in the position I'm in. So, 
Dan, your entire background has been in the area of lending, which is obviously such a significant part, and you've got a wonderful track record. And so you got into this at the very onset with the National Bank of Waterloo, mm -hmm. so to speak. Has that area changed significantly in terms of technology, analytics, all of that? You know, just a you know I think it, lending has changed but the larger commercial type loans I think is still pretty old school. It's still face-to-face -face kind of marketing. It's still uh, analyzing financial statements uh, you know, by hand. We don't credit score them like you would mm -hmm. in a smaller kind of lending environment. But mid-market commercial lending I think is still old school, which is a, is a plus and a minus, I suppose, mm -hmm. from a, a speed perspective. But I think it's a plus in that we get to analyze, and it's more of an art form. It's not just exact numbers yeah, because they yeah. don't always tell the whole story. Mm -hmm. When you and I joined Bankers Trust in the same year, we concluded mutually that our timing was not very good. The Great Recession set in, and those were some challenging times. And I just want to go on record as to how unflappable you are and what a great job you did of managing through that. Was that the most difficult time in banking that, you know, in your career, is that a... Well, I, I mentioned a little bit about my management trainee role at National Bank of Waterloo. Mm -hmm. and that was at the height of the uh, farm crisis. Yeah. Interest rates were 21%, and it was difficult for people to make payments. And so was the, the ugly side of banking kind of was, uh, was prevalent. Where there were banks that had to foreclose. Mm -hmm. There's repossessions going on. There was farms getting repossessed. And one of those... As a manager trainee, I got to, quote-unquote, uh, be part of the auction team. So I had to go out and clerk an auction for a farm uh, repossession, mm -hmm. which was just like the old movie. I think it was, the movie was Country, yeah. where uh, they were trying to get him not to bid, and it, it, and it was just a very sad, sad situation. Yeah. So th certainly that was, uh, I thought, the worst time in banking. So you've seen some tough times yes, in banking. Sure, absolutely. so you have a pretty good sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. Don, I know that Bankers Trust has a tremendous commitment to the community. But perhaps more importantly, you set a really good example about how to go about taking care of the community, what philanthropy is all about. You lead by example. So tell us a little bit about your involvement in the community. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm telling you my involvement before you would say yours. So, uh, But I, I am involved. I'm on the board of uh, United Way and the Greater Des Moines Partnership in Blank Children's Hospital. I do some fundraising for the Boys Girls Club, the Waterworks, and um, I just concluded, which was kind of fun, the governor's, I chaired the governor's luncheon for scouting, which mm -hmm. was uh, a really fun event and, and worthwhile cause. Uh, I'm on three other boards, but those are the kind of the main mm -hmm. uh, But, main John, ones. go back to Easter Seals. Yeah. And you received an award from the governor. You have a real passion. So talk a little bit about oh, that. Yeah. yeah, as the board chair of the Easter Seals Foundation, I've been on that board since 19, well, involved in some way since 1992 when I came to town. Yeah. That if you've ever visited Camp Sunnyside, yeah. they will hook you in an instant because the needs are obvious. And uh, I, I like the, the uh, uh, organization because they do a lot with a little, and they really serve uh, uh, a client that has needs, and it's a... Uh, yeah. It's worthwhile and rewarding yeah. to be in, yeah. around. So. Your, your wife, Mary, and you, yeah. uh, you know, Mary's equally involved in the community, and you uh, 
were very involved in the capital campaign for the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that is a major campaign. Um, they do some wonderful work. Speak a little bit about that. And um, yeah, Boys and Girls Club, uh, they just concluded the phase one. Uh, I'm not sure I'm supposed to say that on the air, but uh, we're, <laughs> we're uh, right there in, that, in the throes of concluding phase yeah. one. Uh, and we're moving into phase two, and so there, there's uh, been a lot of momentum, and it's certainly a worthwhile organization. You know, my wife and I have seen kind of firsthand that uh, the nature versus nurture type yeah. thing mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. And so there's, uh, it's important to get out and be to make a difference in, in especially a child's life, and mm-hmm. that's been uh, rewarding for us. And and Boys Girls Club does it every day. So. And you came from very humble beginnings. You've been very successful. Is there any particular advice that you want to share with us on the air? Uh, I think from an advice perspective, I'd, I would say do the job you're doing. Uh, do it well. Uh, you know, in banking, as every other organization, uh, technology has changed. Um, process has changed. People have changed. It just means the answers to all the questions are changing. And so... Uh, do the job well, keep asking why, because a lot of the whys change as we mm-hmm. get uh, in a different technology uh, part of the spectrum. And, and so I, I think that is probably the first thing. And the other thing would be to take charge of your own development. If you're a young professional, um, you know, ask for a, someone you respect to be a mentor. Uh, uh, keep asking questions and keep moving that forward don't expect someone else to come to you and Mm -hmm. say hey would you like to do this Uh, so that takes me to my next question Uh, I think about banking and I think about the world of technology etc there might be some who might think of banking as being old school and stodgy etc etc so if you were trying to attract somebody a millennial to banking what would you tell them what is it about banking that might attract somebody like that? Yeah, uh, first I don't I don't know if millennials like being called millennials. So I yeah, think, that's I think, true. That's I think probably we've, true. We've attached. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that is probably true. <laughs> <laughs> we've attached entitled to the word millennial these days, but I'd say uh, attracting to banking is um, the ability to get connected. I think in banking you see a lot of different areas of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in particular, attraction to Des Moines banking is, you know, we've got a lot of things going for us. Our bank in particular has a young professionals group. I think many of the organizations in Des Moines have a young professionals group. I think there's a lot of great mentors within not only Bankers Trust, but the Des Moines marketplace. And uh, if you're a young professional in, in Des Moines, you call Suku and ask for a lunch, he'd probably say yes. And so uh, I think we have a lot going for us in this community. You know, the housing, uh, I think everybody has voted us uh, a cool place to be, and I don't think 15 years ago that would have ever mm-hmm. come to be. So, yeah, we have a lot, a lot going for us. Yeah. And uh, as you think about providing leadership beyond what your traditional background has been commercial lending, so you're thinking about leadership in a more holistic sense, um, how do you look at it? You know, when you wake up in the morning, what do you think about? You know, what, you know, you're now the CEO of Iowa's largest bank. So, has that changed your life in any way? 
yeah, I think it's changed my life. I think I have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you start thinking a little less about the detail yeah. and more about the holistic mm-hmm. in terms of with 600 employees, what, what does that mean? How, do, how can I help them? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, you know, good leaders uh, have a higher purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think the higher purpose is to uh, uh, values within the business as well as the improving the lives of both your customers and your employees. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you start thinking those terms, it's, it's uh, very difficult to say it th- things haven't changed. And when you think about having a wonderful personal life with a great family and your business life, it's a, how, do you, how do you balance all that? Is that difficult? Uh, well, it's a little easier. My youngest is off to college, so mm-hmm. we're empty nesters now. But uh, uh, I would say that my wife would say I haven't done a very good job uh, b- balancing that work life this year because um, it has changed mm-hmm. in terms of this time commitment. Uh, most of it because I'm following a person that uh, uh, had a lot of meetings, so I'm... <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but I'm he wasn't kind of very stuff. smart. So <laughs> you, you can do those in half the time, Don. Um, Don, um, is there anything uh, that you haven't done yet that you want to do? Oh, I think if, if I separated that into personal and professional, I think from a personal, uh, what I haven't done, you know, I, I think I'm just looking for the challenge of being the CEO and working through that. That's mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's taking up a lot of time, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's – it's, I wouldn't say it's been a dream of mine because I didn't dream that big, but uh, uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, from um, uh, That's the business part of it, rather. And the personal side, I, I really like traveling. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I liked traveling because I don't like getting their part, but I like being their part. Sure. So uh, uh, just seeing the different cultures and the different people and then the realizing that uh, really everybody's the same. We all look out for uh, safety and uh, having fun and uh, we're all the same so the cultures are different but the people are the same mm-hmm. um, and this may be an unfair question given the fact that you've been the CEO for about four months <laughs> but I'm going to ask it anyway because I thought about this when I was the CEO and that is just the whole question around succession planning I haven't really asked any of our other interviewees about succession mm-hmm. planning any thoughts on that whole sub topic yeah. um, you know, I think if you're not thinking about it, the board certainly thinks about it. So uh, I, I don't really have a specific uh, thought yet, but we mm-hmm. have s- some great people within the yeah. bank, yeah. Um, and many of which that could rise to that level, at least uh, mm-hmm. certainly a, a, a few that could rise to that level. So you're developing. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. in terms of, uh, you know, there's probably two or three that would be ready today, and there's uh, maybe five or so that would be ready in hopefully five or ten years or however so long that in effect you've got a very good pipeline i think there's a good pipeline yeah, yeah that's great thank you don is there anything that i haven't asked you <laughs> huh well uh, no i don't know that you haven't asked me everything but uh nothing i can think of right okay <laughs> well that's fair i just wanted to make sure if there was something right uh, there was you know a burning desire on your part to, right. to share with the listeners that no would it's be been, fine but it's you know, been I, a uh, privilege and an honor to uh, be part of the bank and to uh, serve with you and after you and 
Hopefully I won't screw it up too bad. No, you won't. <laughs> no, and, you know, the, the only concluding comment I would have that you haven't mentioned, uh, and for the benefit of our listeners, um, you know, you probably have one of the best golf games I've ever seen, so you do know how to enjoy some some parts of life on the golf course, which is just great. I, it's always fun playing with you because I marvel at how well you play the game and how unflappable you are because I've seen you have a triple bogey and then have three birdies in in, a, in succession. So it's just pretty amazing to me. Don, thank you so much for coming thank in. You. appreciate it. Sir, and thank all the you, best sir. to you. You too. Thank you. The C-Suite with Suku Radia, sponsored by Competitive Edge, advertising specialty manufacturing company, your promotional edge. Competitive Edge Advertising Specialties is proud to be part of the Des Moines community for the past 35 years. For imprinted t-shirts, embroidered apparel, promotional items, custom awards, creative signage, or banners, call 515-280-EDGE or online at compet.com.